0: Hey friends, it's your pal Mike Shea from Sly Flourish here with another episode of Sly Flourish's Lazy GM Prep. In this weekly show I go through steps from Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master while preparing for my Sunday role-playing game. In this case, I am playing Shadow Dark RPG by Kelsey Dion Arcane Library. Excellent, excellent really fun. Old school style, modern sensibility role-playing game. We are running in a campaign setting called The Gloaming, which comes from Cursed Scroll 1, also by Arcane Library, built for Shadow Dark. It's been lots of fun. This show, like all of the work of Sly Flourish, is brought to you by the patrons of Sly Flourish. Patrons get access to all kinds of incredible features, a monthly Q&A, a dedicated Discord server, a bunch of tips and tricks for running your games, tools to help you run your games, the City of Arches source book, Uncovered Secrets Volume 1 and 2, and a whole lot more. You get tons and tons of stuff for becoming a patron of Sly Flourish. So please consider it, and to the patrons of Sly Flourish, thank you so much for your support. We did not have a game last week because a bunch of the people were at running games at another local convention, so they weren't here. So there were three things I wanted to talk about real quickly about Shattered Ark because they've come up in the last couple of weeks and thoughts that I've had and other things that have happened. And I I wanted to talk about them. One was the discussion of... Shadow Dark and longer campaigns. This came up. So my my friends Sean Merwin and Teos Abadia on the Mastering Dungeons podcast talked about Shadow Dark. So if you want to hear another point of view of Shadow Dark, you can listen to the two of them. They have some really good thoughts and insights about it. And there was this question about Shadow Dark and long campaigns. Can Shadow Dark run longer campaigns? It was a question I had originally when I started playing Shadow Dark. And obviously the answer for me is yes. It can absolutely run long campaigns. It's a different kind of campaign, though. And I think what gets lost in the conversation about whether or not Shadow Dark is a good game for longer campaigns or a good game, a good game for shorter campaigns, it's what we're really trying to discuss is, it is, a, is it a character-focused game or not? And Kelsey in her, in the discussion she has with Baron DeRopp at, so Kelsey and Baron Rop had a wonderful video, a two hour long video where they talked, it was like a fireside chat with the two of them talking about diving in deep, like they even have a fireplace, diving in deep into the design of Shadow Dark, how it works, how it fits. It's fascinating. I haven't even, I'm only, I got 50 minutes left of this glorious, uh, this glorious video, but I really, really enjoyed it. And she brings up a very good consideration about Shadow Dark and I think about some OSR ideas, which is when you are playing Shadow Dark, you aren't the character, you're observing the character that as a player, right? When you're a player in some RPGs, you really are diving in and becoming that character and playing from their point of view. And in other games, you are watching the character as they engage in their story. Where I think this is interesting. And my understanding is that Kelsey actually had not played the game Darkest Dungeon, uh, a video game called Darkest Dungeon. But that game was very... There are certain video games I played that changed a lot about how I think about tabletop role-playing games. And Darkest Dungeon was one of them. And one of the things about Darkest Dungeon is that there's a point in that game where I realize that I am not the characters that I have these four party members that are going into these dark dungeons and they're fighting terrible monsters and they're slowly going crazy and terrible things are happening to them. And eventually they just break and you just send them off to pasture or they die, right? In some cases, they have a heart attack and fall over dead. In other cases, they're killed by monsters. And in some cases, they just go they go, they go go bananas and you just send them off into the wilds. And I realized at a certain point in that game that you're not the characters. You're not the heroes. Your Your point of view is not from the point of view of the heroes. You're... You're a hero manager in that game, that you're managing heroes, that your job is to complete Darkest Dungeon and you will grind through heroes to do it. And I think that same kind of idea and Kelsey brought this up in this video is that Kelsey said that you're observing the characters you aren't the characters and that that is a fundamental difference between what I would say are kind of more modern TTRPGs and more old school style TTRPGs that I had not really considered and thought about before but makes sense I've seen it and now I've seen it manifest in my own games that idea that like as a the players are the ones being driven by what they're going to do and they are running the characters through it which is different than building a character and getting in that character's head and doing what that character is doing now as gms we're used to this because like i get into my npc's head all the time and then they die (laughs) right so i'm used to like you know going getting into characters and having them get killed and my players are going through that too but i think that that switch of like you're watching what happens to the characters is different than being the characters is a really fundamental It's a really interesting thought, and I think it's kind of a fundamental difference in how Shadow Dark plays and how other games play. But when you talk about like long campaigns, you could have a long campaign in Shadow Dark. You just may have a series of characters in that long campaign. We now have in our campaign only one character who actually began at the beginning of the campaign. Everyone else has died at this point. And sometimes players have lost two or three characters during this this point. I don't know if I'm actually killing them off faster than normal but I mean, they're pretty squishy and like bad things happen. So, you know, th- that's one difference between how the campaign runs. Yes, you can run a long campaign, but the way that you run it is not by running a, a single character through the campaign, which is a big difference in a modern RPG and five E like once you get out of first level or second level and first level is almost like the funnel of five E once you get into like second, third, fourth level, your general expectations, you're going to, you're going to survive that the character is not going to die. It doesn't mean you can't die. Your odds are in your favor. In Shadow Dark, I'd say the odds are not in your favor. And that that is a difference. So so character lethality and having a character arc in a campaign is very different from Shadow Dark and say, straight 5e. And I think that's that's a difference. So, so that idea of like, can you run a long campaign in Shadow Dark? I am. I have run. We're like almost 20, I think we're 20 sessions in, which is pretty long, right? 20 sessions is a lot of sessions. And I think you can run a campaign all the way from top to bottom. The, the question is, do you have... A, the same characters going through it the whole time really different one so i wanted to talk about that and i wanted to mention uh that excellent video and you can find a link in the show notes uh really really awesome video between baron derop of mastering of dungeon masterpiece and kelsey dion of the creator of Shadow Dark, and then diving into what it means to run Shadow Dark. it is really really an excellent video and i i highly recommend it as a way to get a better insight into like how Dark was made. Some of the things that she threw away, I didn't know, like Shadow Dark had a skill system. She started with a skill system and then she got rid of it and stuck to the ability scores. And I think it works so much better with, with just ability bonuses. So that to me is, is really neat. All right, let's talk about my lazy prep game. Let's get my game. I got, I got to get my session going today. I got things to do. So we are going to generate a new session planning template. I am using notion to do my campaign planning. You can learn all about using notion for campaign planning in the show notes. So I had two weeks off. No, two weeks, just one week off. So we had one week off, so I have to remember what happened last week. I know people died. Characters were killed. Today is 28 January 2024. We lost some characters. We lost. Sirwin was killed, peacefully departed after being life-drained by a mummy. Sirwin was the second-to-last character who started at at first level and made their whole way up and died with one point away from level five or level four. So Sirwin died relatively peacefully after having their life drained by a mummy. They then defeated the mummy and then they decided to go down into a new crypt. Let me pull up my Albert Rodeo. So at this point, when they were going in, they were like, oh, man, we do not want to go exploring these tombs. We've got a job to do. Let's do the job. And they went and did the job. And then on the way back, all those guys were dead. So they had all new characters. And the new characters was like, we should totally explore these tombs and find treasure. And so they've been opening up tombs. So on their way back, they, we started the last session with them fighting a mummy. And that mummy killed Sirwyn. But they then killed the mummy. And I think they hurled the mummy off the, the edge. And it died. And that was great. And then they walked into this tomb to the south, which is the tomb of Kytheros, the Lord of Time. They went into the tomb. They saw one of the chambers had been broken out. The door had been shattered open. And a a pretty decent investigation would show that the mummy came out of that chamber. And they're like, okay. And then they saw that there was another sealed chamber along the way, that this chamber had a shattered door. It showed a human male priest of Katheros on the on the engravings on the on the the shattered doorway and the other one they saw a female priest on a sealed doorway and they said well we should totally go in there so they broke open the seal and inside they saw a sarcophagus leaning back and they saw treasure in the area And they're like, oh, this is great. And they're like going for the treasure. And then the the, the the sarcophagus opens up and another mummy comes out. So they fought two mummies. By the way, mummies in Shadow Dark are crazy, crazy powerful. But they just fought one. So it's not like they don't know that mummies are crazy powerful. And this mummy completely destroyed one of the characters, a character named Skull, which was very fitting because Skull was knocked unconscious and fell to the ground dying and they were all running around and they all watched in horror as the mummy just lifted up a foot and crushed skulls skull. And I used my whole, like, you know, what's kind of the last memory that goes through your mind. They said, what's the last memory that goes through your mind right before the foot of the mummy does. And they described, and and the answer was, at least I died in this bitch in armor. Cause they did get some very nice new, I think it's plus three plate armor or something really good armor. But they got they got crushed. Skull got crushed and killed. And I think they just defeated the mummy, and that is where I think that's. And then their torch went out. And the torches always seem to go out right at the end of a session, and I think their torch went out. And I think that that's where the session begins today. So the character. Let's take a look at the characters we have today. Whoops, Morgan, Morgan Nightweaver, Zealot Elf Warlock, daughter like granddaughter of Shun the Vile daughter of what's her daughter of gwendolyn daughter of gwendolyn Nightweaver, who is a witch of Shun who was was burned to death by the uh, knights of saint idrith dasder a human witch shaman carries the remnants of memnon that's jay's third character skull who's dead i don't think the player of skull has generated a new character a new character yet calem the elf wizard don't know anything else about calem dart a follower of the green knights Studied for, the, the, for studied the, the for-profit wizard school and grad, and Caleb graduated. So there's two different wizards, one of whom is, you know, like the, the doesn't like they, they're like, I think Caleb made fun of Dart in school. And then Yerald, the G is silent, who is a knight of St. Yedrith. So quite an eclectic set of characters. And again, one of the interesting things about like a Shadow Dark game is you, you don't want to wrap too much of the story around the characters. So it's worth knowing. I would say that step... This could be an observation. That step one of the eight steps does not work as well in the eight steps of return for Shadow Dark because too much of a focus on the characters is going to lead to disappointment when those characters are killed and they, they die often. So what is our strong start? So they're in the tomb... In the tomb... Of Kytheros. The torch is out. Only a tiny witch light shines in the dark. Slithering sounds and the sounds of stone shifting. Then comes a new character. I think the doors are going to open and a new character is going to show up because I know we have a character who died right at the end of the last session. So I think we're going to have a new character show up. So we have an introduction of the new character. Continuing the exploration of the Shrine of Kytheros. Returning to Akalakalik and the next steps. And the next steps, I think, so we have a few. It's it's kind of worth like shaking our brains up to say what do we remember and then we can go back and look at stuff. So, investigate the tower of, uh, oh, what's the guy's name? I'm, I'm so bad with names. Haldren. Investigate Haldren's tower. That's uh, one. Confront the Knights of Saint Yidrith, and it's Greaves, right? Confront Greaves Redthorn at the Redthorn uh, camp in Twisted Marrow Tree. There, they are trying to stop the the coming of not Undeluck, the other one, Almazats. No, Undeluk, right? Undeluk the Marrow Fiend. What other what other paths? Those are two strong paths that they have. Oh, return to Wardenwood to give them the cure. And the cure is CRISPR, the sentient cure to the Muggle curse. I think those are the three strongest paths. We have some others and we will look at those in a bit, but we're going to jump right into secrets and clues. We need our 10 secrets. So, what are some things that the characters can learn in the next game? Is there anything? So, they're in the Tomb of Kytheros in particular. So, like, what did the priests of Kytheros... So, I think we've, we've kind of reinforced some of this stuff, but it can never hurt. I, I, don't, I don't know how much of this they completely picked up. Kytheros wanted to use Mugdoblob to build all new worlds, but they went bad as Mugdoblob twisted them into their primordial origins. Mugdoblob started to use the gates created by shun and kytheros to invade other worlds kytheros built sired almazots to destroy worlds touched by mugdoblub say created it'd be kind of interesting if so there's a question of and i know like you know hey characters could die and all that but if if morrigan oh so i think we've determined. Yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying all of the, like, family relation stuff. And it's possible that, oh, yeah, so she's not, I don't know that Morgan has a direct relationship to Almazat, but it would be kind of interesting if Almazat was sort of a stepbrother, that Almazat is a step-uncle of Morgan. <laughs> what I mean by that is Kythera sired Almazat, this world-devouring entity. To get rid of worlds that had been corrupted by Mugdoblub. And Kytheris was going out with Shun the Vile. Shun gave birth to Gwendolyn. I don't know if Gwendolyn has a direct relationship with Kytheris or not. But Gwendolyn is like a daughter of Shun the Vile. And Gwendolyn likely, I think I've already canonized it in my head, that Gwendolyn fell in love with Haldren. As the two of them wanted to try to figure out how to save the world. So here's a secret. Gwendolyn and Haldrin knew the world was at knew the gloaming was at risk long ago and has sought way a a way to save it and maybe even destroy Mugdalblub forever. And I think let's see, Morgan. Morgan is a daughter of Gwendolyn and Haldoran. That's kind of a secret, I don't know if I'm going to expose that Anytime soon, but I think that's a good one So those are, so th- this is all like Kytheros Amazot's lore Is there anything about the goblin The goblin village Who's the leader of the goblin village? Gorkreeb wants To acquire Lost artifacts To book Passage to the realm Of the fae From Titania what artifact might gore creep be willing to? So it'd have to be like something really good. I mean, it's probably like a single artifact or maybe a handful of artifacts. But I think, yeah, maybe the, the, goblin, the goblins feel it's time to go. What else? I think the Knights of St. Yidrith get their power from a living god who resides deep beneath. And what is their... What is their place? The Gray Wall Priory, 1406. Yeah. At the Gray Wall Priory. Priory. Priory? Priory? Any other secrets? Any other things that are going on? Any other directions I want them to go? What else? What else could they know? So, that, you know, any anything that's going on? I think it will be fun to, like, roll a D12 to see, like, how bad have things gotten? They've been... It's been a while since they've been to to wardenwood and i'm wondering like how bad things got at wardenwood and i think i will just roll roll a die and see any other what other secrets boy am i running out of secrets Uh, this is always the hard part like that final secret hmm things about kytheros things about almazots things about undeluk the teeth of almazot have appeared in the sky above at night I can see it closing in. Another secret is the marrow, is a realm found discovered by Kytheros that resides at the end of time, and is where dead is the where and where lies the remains of dead worlds. Is here that Almazot deposes deposits the worlds it has devoured. What's the connection between Mugdlblub and 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 World of Marrow? Is there a connection? Is, is Mugdlblub gone by that point? Is it a realm of d- dust and decay where organic life has been stripped bare? Yeah. Including Mugdlblub. Okay. Cool. Locations, I don't really need to worry about. I got those. NPCs, I think we've got everything we need there. I am going to add Gorkreeb to my list there by making him current. I think Gwendolyn is kind of current. And let's see what other NPCs are current. Not, I don't know that I'm crazy about this auto-generating list of, of NPCs. Yeah, that all looks good. And monsters we worry about from the book. Treasure we roll. So we don't really need to worry about either of those two as well. And then I write down my session notes. Did I write down my session notes for last time? I did not. Look at me. I suck. Write your notes down, people. Be a friend to your future self. And write down just a couple of bullet points about what happened. But I think we've got everything that I need today. I think, you know, we're going to go lightweight today. It's nice because we we know, I guess one thing we could do, this is probably worth doing because it's right in front of us, is let's take a look at, let's see, look, all these are out of date too. Yeah, no, the Dread Waste, the Forgotten Temple Issue in the Vial so what do we have left we have that central tomb what did i think that that tomb was gonna have before i already gave away plus one plate mail so um i think that the far south is the shrine of so we have like the checkered hallway of traps they figured that out we have the the tombs of the high priests those have both been fully explored Then we have the altar of Kytheros. Oops. It's probably worth dropping some some aspects in here of things that they find. So what would they find here? Probably, is there any defenses to this place? A time golem. Is there any kind of like golem or guardian creature in Shadow Dark? Probably a stone golem. That makes sense. Oh man, immune to to non-magical sources. Makes three slam attacks and one slow. So it would make sense that there's a stone golem in there, which also means that there's a high level treasure in there. We'll roll that. What else would Kytheros put in his? So there'd be a lot of like murals and signs that show some of the secrets that we have. I think a sad statue of the breakup of Kytheros and Shun. What else? If you were priests of Kytheros and you had a central altar, what would you put in it? Probably a large hourglass that shows the coming of the end of the world. That's fun. All right, so we've got that. What other chambers? So then there's like these hallways here. Probably, are they trapped? They're probably trapped. We'll roll and figure out what that is at the time. Then there's this other chamber. So what would that side chamber be? What would priests of Kytheros put off in a side chamber? The Book of Worlds. So this would be like a journal of Kytheros' travels. Would they protect that? Probably. Let's take a look at like elementals. Probably two level six air elementals. Then we have a a hallway that leads up that's collapsed and they find the secret door to the secret cave to the adventurer's nook. And then there's this one final chamber, a hidden chamber, probably a deadly you know, deadly trap, deadly trapped treasure chamber with two level 10 treasures. We'll say with three treasures and we'll roll. So one to two is a one to three treasure. I don't know. I'll, I'll figure it out with three treasures and, and a very deadly trap. And they'll see that there are dead people at the door. I'll roll the trap ahead of time. I guess we can do so now. Why don't we roll a trap? What, what's that deadly trap look like? Mouse is acting funky. Traps. Uh, I need my dice. Roll a twelver. Seven. We're going to double it, too. There's a spiked pit and four. A barbed net. And I think this could be, like, right out of cube, where, like, the net shreds people. I'm trying to think, like, how a spiked pit what if the floor falls in... The problem with the, the, the floor is like, you know, how does it reset itself? I guess it's magical. So the floor would literally just magic away and falls and then you're impaled on spikes and then a net comes and rips you back up and then shreds you at the top of the ceiling. That sounds like fun. I don't think I need to worry about the trigger because it's going to be screwing with the door. Three, does 3d10 damage and 9. No, that, that, that doesn't have an effect eight 3d 10 damage and paralyze or confuse Uh, yeah 3d 10 damage that's pretty deadly i could wipe out a group looks like a fun deadly trap so that fills out the rest of that dungeon and then i've got enough material for like after the dungeon they probably want to do some a downtime some some carousing and then next steps so i think we've got enough as more than enough i'm i am i am well set and well established for today's game I want to thank everybody for hanging out with me today while I prepared for my Shadow Dark game. If you enjoyed this show and you want more stuff like this, consider subscribing to the Sly Flourish newsletter. It's absolutely free to sign up. You can find a link to the the newsletter in the show notes. You get a free Adventure Generator PDF and you get a weekly RPG-related email sent directly to your inbox. You can also support me directly on Patreon. Patrons get all kinds of really cool features, dedicated Discord server, monthly Q&A bunch of tips and tricks, City of Arches source book, a bunch of tools to help you run your games, tons of stuff that you get for becoming a patron of Sly Flourish. And you can pick up any of my books, including Forge of Foes, Return to the Lazy Dungeon Master, the Lazy DM's Companion, the Lazy DM's Workbook, all of my fantastic adventure books and other merchandise, Sly Flourish merchandise. You can get all of that on the Sly Flourish store. Thank you all so much. Have a great day and get out there and play an RPG.